Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is September 9th. Today is the last day of this week's Come Follow Me block, and next week we're going to be studying 2 Corinthians chapters 1 through 7. So still Paul is writing letters to the Corinthians and we're going to see the doctrines that he teaches them. It's interesting, these letters and what they can teach us about the people at the time. Really what we're seeing is Paul's response to issues that are going on in Corinth or questions that they have in Corinth. And so not only are we learning great doctrine, but we also get the opportunity to learn about the people there. So let's continue on in this week's Come Follow Me blog. And there are still some amazing doctrines to be found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Remember 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Paul is trying to teach the people about the truthfulness of the resurrection. He testifies to them strongly about the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and what that means for us as far as a universal resurrection, but also what it means for us, the fact that we can be made new through Christ. Then he goes on to use the fact that the people of Corinth did baptisms for the dead as a testimony of resurrection. When we talked yesterday about that doctrine of baptisms for the dead among the early saints. And today in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we get the opportunity to see here in the Bible another very unique doctrine to Latter-day Saints, and that is the idea of being resurrected to different glories. Now, it's interesting in these verses specifically, it talks about celestial and terrestrial. The Joseph Smith translation adds celestial in there as well. But it talks about the celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies and telestial bodies, and that one is the glory of the sun and the moon and the stars, which is so beautiful with our understanding of the doctrine of the plan of salvation, that God does not have an eternal heaven and hell for his children, but rather he has prepared a place of glory for all of his children. We talked yesterday about how the idea of baptisms for the dead was probably the most merciful doctrine other than the atonement of Jesus Christ. But actually, I think maybe this ties for the second most merciful doctrine, the idea that God loves all of his children enough to prepare a place of glory for them is absolutely beautiful. And it paints a totally different picture of a loving God. It's interesting. I feel like so many people have this skewed vision of who God is and God's relationship with his children, because they think that he's so willing to cast so many of his children to eternal punishment. But my friends, God loves all his children, and he has prepared glory for every single one of them. What an incredible doctrine of mercy. So now Paul is going to continue talking about resurrection and the blessing of resurrection. In verse 54, he says, So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying which is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, the Corinthians were struggling with this concept of resurrection. They were struggling to believe that resurrection was a literal doctrine, a literal thing. And if they weren't believing in resurrection, imagine the pain that comes with death. Imagine the loss. Imagine the despair. 
when you have no hope for life after this, when you think that everything stops at death, it leaves us without hope. And here, Paul is emphasizing that they can have hope, that death can lose its sting, that it will not be victorious because of Jesus Christ and because of his resurrection. We will live again. We will see those that we love again. This is not the end. Man, even if you were struggling to believe, even if you were struggling to have faith, wouldn't you want to believe that? Maybe I just think differently, but in my mind, I choose to have faith because having faith is so much more comforting than choosing disbelief. But my friends, all of this comes because of the gift of Jesus Christ and because of his atonement. In 2021, Sister Reina Aburto gave the talk, The Grave Hath No Victory. And I'm going to play just kind of the end of the talk, which is kind of a modgepodge of quotes and scriptures, but bears such a powerful testimony of the hope that we find in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. President Nelson has taught, Death is a necessary component of our eternal existence. No one knows when it will come, but it is essential to God's great plan of happiness. Thanks to the atonement of the Lord, eventual resurrection is a reality, and eternal life is a possibility for all humankind. For sorrowing loved ones left behind, the sting of death is soothed by a steadfast faith in Christ, a perfect brightness of hope, a love of God and of all men, and a deep desire to serve them. That faith, that hope, that love will qualify us to come into God's holy presence with our eternal companions and families, dwell with Him forever. I testify that if Christ had not risen from the dead or had broken the bands of death, that the grave should have no victory and that death should have no sting, there could have been no resurrection. But there is a resurrection, therefore the grave had no victory, and the sting of death is swallowed up in Christ. He is the light and the life of the world, yea, a light that is endless, that can never be darkened, yea, and also a life which is endless, that there can be no more death. Jesus Christ himself declared, I am the resurrection and the life, he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I testify that through the redeeming atonement and glorious resurrection of Jesus Christ, broken hearts can be healed, anguish can become peace, and distress can become hope. He can embrace us in his arms of mercy, comforting, empowering, and healing each of us. My friends, there is peace in Jesus Christ. There is hope in Jesus Christ. All things are made possible in him and through him and because of him. And because we believe, because we have faith, even if we just want to have faith in the principle of the resurrection, it gives us strength and power to continue to move forward in faith. Verse 58 of 1 Corinthians 15 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. My friends, our faith in Jesus Christ is not in vain. The work that we do to build the kingdom of God is not in vain. 
because Jesus Christ lives. And because Jesus Christ lives, we have hope in all things. We know that it's through Jesus Christ that we can be resurrected to the celestial glory. So often I feel like we think that that is only for the perfect or the elite, but God offers that gift to all who receive the testimony of Jesus Christ. He is our savior. He is our redeemer. He is our mediator. And because of him, because of his gift, because of his love, because of his life and grace, we can receive all that our father has be raised from corruption to incorruption, from mortal to immortal. His grace is sufficient for you. Come unto him, let him heal you. Yes, in that final day, he will raise us up in our mortal bodies, but he can raise you up now through his grace and love. Let that hope that we find in him carry you through the difficulties the pain, the sorrow of this life. Let our testimony of Jesus Christ fill our hearts with hope in him. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.